1: This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International.
0: And I'm Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International.
1: And we are going to tag team to review the year 2023. And uh, I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to greet you all a very Merry Christmas and a very prosperous and powerful New Year 2024.
0: Merry Christmas, everybody. It's such an exciting time to be following and obeying God. He's given us so many opportunities this year, and I know that next year is going to be very exciting. So Merry Christmas, everybody, and a happy new year.
1: We'll try to review what we missed or the highlights of the year 2023. If you all are feeling the same, that this uh, last uh, week, last few days of uh, of the year 2023 It seems like everything is settled in the spiritual realm. I have so much peace about it because the Lord has given us restoration. He's giving us reset for the year 2023. And I believe that everything that uh, that we have sowed and we have done in 2023 is going to manifest, hopefully to bless all of us. Amen?
0: Yeah, it really has this feeling of like... God has given us the opportunities to obey Him, to follow Him in this year. And in this coming year, we're going to begin to see the fruits of those things. So it's really exciting for those of you that have really had faith in God and that are really obeying Him. Now is the opportunity for implementation. Now is the time to really be walking our faith. It really is exciting. Something that I've been reminded of is how in this year, the Lord has continually given us resets. You know, it's a year of reset and also a year of explosions and and many things. But something that I was reminded of is that when a reset happens, those things previously, they're gone and done away with, like the good things and the bad things. So for example, when God called Abraham, and he said, hey, leave everything behind and come to a place I will show you, that was actually a reset, right? We we, We didn't really know anything about Abraham before he was called. That moment he was called, that was the reset for him. And so this year, being a reset for us and a period of restoration for us, that means that anything before that period of restoration, we have to consider it completely gone. Done away with it. the good things, the bad
1: things. It's just like starting all over again. Yeah. Okay, you you got to do it all over again. This time, hopefully correctly. Yeah. Right? And for uh, the year uh, 2023, what we received is the Lord is going to restore the judges as in the days of old which will simultaneously manifest the transfer of wealth and influence to the body of Christ, those that are faithful. And this uh, needs to continue on in 2024 and 2025. And at the same time, the Lord gave us a word that uh, year 2023 is a year of explosions, of many explosions. And yes, we experienced that. I'm in awe on how this country is still thriving in spite of all our leaders and those that are in the media, those in the arts and entertainment, science and technology, that we are still moving forward, that, uh, that we are not bankrupt, that United States of America will not go down in history as a failed and a wicked nation, but will go down in history as the body of Christ have increased and solidified their power, that we increase in number, and we obey God.
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly the attitude that we have to take. It's like we can't take on the attitude that America's doomed to fail because look at all the mercy and and graciousness that God's given us. And it's because of the seeds that the church has sown into the world. And God has given us an opportunity to where if we, the body of Christ, obey, we're going to see America completely turned around. And that is so exciting. And I know that the Lord, he had sent us in previous years to Washington to prophesy over the Supreme Court. That's right. And so it's like when God says, I'm restoring thy judges as in the days of old, it's because the judges here on earth, they're going to come in alignment with the judgment of heaven. They're going to come in alignment with the things that God has said will come to pass.
1: And they are all handpicked by God. They received directive from God and uh, and then they implemented it and the, the entire nation recognized them as a judge. So when God says that he's restoring the judges as in the days of old, you're not just talking about the Supreme Court judges. They will come from the ranks of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I know another thing that had been said previously was that God's also going to be raising up the Deborahs. So there's going to be also among those people handpicked out of the body of Christ, many powerful and anointed uh, women of God that are going to rise up and really... That is something that is very needed as a response to just the, the feminism, all of the men and women hatred. There's a lot of healing that has to happen both amongst men and women, and God raising up women of God that are anointed by him and that move in power. That's a part of his plan, really, to that they're going to be some of the forerunners in this move of God in this nation. And so that's that's really exciting. To and see. I
1: expect uh, that Deborahs will fully manifest uh, uh, in your generation, Josh, because in my generation is still an issue for for some that women cannot preach, they cannot do this, they cannot do that, they cannot be above men. We have forgotten many of us in my generation have forgotten that God is sovereign, that yeah. he can choose whomever he pleases. So I'm excited about your generation and the generation that you're going to disciple moving forward that the Deborahs and the restorations of the Judges as in the days of old will fully manifest in your generation. I'm excited about that. To see it and to be a part of it and a part of some people's preparation, the body of Christ, it, it is an honor and privilege for me. But for you guys, it, it is going to fully manifest simultaneously with the transfer of wealth and influence. So when it, when you are teaching about the end times, United States of America is not going to fail, okay? It's not going to fail under our watch, under the watch of the future generations. They have awakened and they are powerful, amen.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And we really have to stay the course. We have to take that responsibility on ourselves because it's like, no, I'm going to obey God. And because I'm obeying God, there is going to be revival in those areas where I have influence. And it's like, you just have to have that attitude. Don't sit around, oh, you know, just wait for things to happen. We have, we have to put our faith into action, you know. And so if God has called you, just as he's called all of us, we have to start implementing, you know. And, and it really shows. It's like we can say we love God all we want. And we can, you know, say we worship him and we honor him and praise him. But if we're not obeying his commands and really going out, doing the great commission, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. And I know that from my generation, I know he's called my generation to be a part of that, the next baton being passed, a new generation, nameless, faceless people that are going to really shake the world and transform the world. I know the biggest thing that we've got to deal with is that, and it's true even for previous generations, is that we live in a world now where there's so much noise, there are so many voices, um, and it's so easy to get sucked up in that. We really have to be so in tune with the voice of God and so in tuned with, his leading so that we can really move in a way that is led of God and inspired by his spirit, not influenced by the world, not influenced by whatever it is that's going around us. We really have to set the tone and the world's going to react to us.
1: Yes, and that is a part of uh, a pure training as far as leadership training and the uh, business training and the prophetic training that you all have uh, attended and have to go through is that it's that preparation And a part of it that is not spoken that uh, we really did not mention, I did not mention, is those training every time I uh, joke that uh, I'm going to skin you alive. It's not really a joke because each and every one of us, where God is taking us, we've never been there before. And this ministry, including this radio broadcast, we did not choose the easy way we chose to obey God and be patient in spite of all of our personal desires. We have to choose the route that is not easy to the flesh, but it's glorious in the spiritual realm. And a part of the training without, without me telling them is for that. You don't necessarily choose the easy way when it comes, when it comes to our own personal desires. Because many people, especially in the past generations, it's all about their ministry. It's about their desires. It's all about the promises of God. And so we got, this, uh, we got these teachings, name and claim it. You got this uh, seed that you're going to sow $100, then you're going to have 100000 back. It is, uh, it is always centered on material things and about self. It is not really for the glory of God and for the benefit of His people. But the Holy Spirit directed this ministry. And without you, our radio listeners, without you knowing it, Joshua and I hone into that, that we don't choose. We decided not to choose the easy way out because that is of the flesh and that is the world's ways of doing things. We decided that we're going to implement God's ways of doing things. And a part of it is if you're faithful in little, you'll be faithful in much. Whether it applies in uh, in the ministry, whether it applies in everyday life or in the business concerning the transfer of wealth, that applies. It's a principle that was given by the Lord Jesus. That is in Luke chapter 16, starting with verse 10 through 12.
0: Yeah, that is, that is so important. And the truth is, is, we have to be honest with ourselves. If we haven't been putting to work the opportunities and the revelation that God's given us, and we haven't been running with those things, then that means we have not proven that we're faithful with what we've been given. We have to be producing fruits. And truthfully, you should expect for yourselves, if you're receiving new revelation from others, you should be able to hear from God, get revelation from God, and be imparting that also to other people, right? So it's, it's this idea where the seeds planted in you, they don't just sit there and stagnate, but they actually grow and they reproduce, and you start reproducing new things out of it. Now, I know going into this uh, new year, there's there's a lot of things that are going to be happening and a lot of things that, that still need to happen. Yes. Um, I know you were going to be talking about some of those things that going into this next year, what are the, some of the things that maybe need to happen or some of, the, some of the things that we should expect going into 2024?
1: Yes. We are going to hone in on governance and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Oh, wow. We're going to rely on governance, administration, and at the same time, we're going to, uh, to hone in on God's ways of doing things. God never tells you to do something that you cannot handle. Yeah. What he wants you to do is to go beyond your own understanding, go beyond your own desire and your ways of doing things and receive it, obey and proclaim it by faith. That's the only way because everything is bigger when it comes to the Lord. His plan for your life. Because if you're going to look at um, how you imagine, like, for example, the transfer of wealth, like um, uh, the Lord has given you the title deed for the arts and entertainment. It sounds so good. It sounds so big. And you receive it by faith. Yeah. But at the same time, the implementation and going there is a straight and narrow path that you have to really rely on the word of God by the leading of the Holy Spirit to give you understanding and revelation or else it cannot be done. Look at the teachings of name and claim it. That was in the 80s. Did it do something for you? No, it doesn't. And as far as teaching faith, if you talk about faith, people will think, uh, said, oh, they're rich. They have They have this money because they sow seed. It's about finances. Yeah. That is not how faith was taught in the Bible. That is not what God meant. Like Abraham believed God by faith. He's not, he's not looking at the material things. Actually, Abraham was blessed by God on the way in yeah, obeying. That's true. And we were distracted and we were deceived in focusing on the success, meaning more money.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's this thing that kind of like tickles your flesh because you imagine yourself successful and stuff like that. Because the faith message is a good message. But the fact that so much of the focus was emphasized on finances and kind of like the blessing you'll receive. But if you read through Hebrews, the kind of faith that it talks about in that book, and you know, a lot of people call Hebrews 11, the hall of faith, right? Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, by faith, women receive back their dead, right? Men and women shut the mouths of lions, right? And like the nation of Israel was received and established. It was big, world-changing things That's correct. that through faith, came to pass, right? It wasn't like, oh, I was able to pay off. You know, I'm, I'm debt-free now, right? It, the focus was never that. It was by faith, they changed the course of history and transformed nations. And that's the kind of thing that God has called us to do, which is through our faith and obedience, we're gonna see America transformed. We're gonna see the arts and entertainment industry transforms, the political arena, education. Every sector, God is calling nameless, faceless people to each of these arenas to transform them across generations through their faith and obedience. And this is the kind of mindset that we have to take on, which is that it's not about me, it's not about what I'm going to get out of it, but we become more kingdom-minded, which is
1: that
0: I'm doing this and I'm building up the kingdom and I'm giving honor to God, but along the way, those who have faith in God, he will always take care of those things that concern you. And and so really, things like the blessing, it's really more of a, a side effect of obeying God. It's not the key focus. And the reason why, because something we talk about a lot is the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. The point of this move that we're talking about is not about the wealth. Yes. The, you know what I'm saying? God isn't giving us you know wealth and influence just so that we'll be rich and we can buy a nice house and buy a nice car. No, the reason why is because the wealth and the resources are going to be necessary to transform these industries. So you take a single industry, like say the arts and entertainment or the technology industry, you actually need billions of dollars to wring control away from those wicked principalities of darkness. Cause there's a lot of long entrenched, wicked kingdoms at work there.
1: That's correct.
0: And the influence and the wealth is necessary in order to establish a new system that completely replaces the old system that's made God's way. That's the purpose for the transfer of wealth. It's not so that we're gonna be rich. We're not being rich for our own sake. It's actually to build up the kingdom.
1: Yes, and, and all those uh, sectors and then some, uh, like arts and entertainment and media, uh, education, uh, they're being exposed. Yeah, They're exposing themselves and they're being exposed because many of those that are in the body of Christ are focused on our Lord Jesus Christ. And at the same time, when it comes to uh, those sectors I'm just getting more revelation regarding the uh, the prophecy that was released early on, I believe, year 2016, about the wicked root. Yeah, And the Holy Spirit is reminding me. Remember, Christina, the wicked roots, they are comprised of many roots. It's not mm-hmm. just one. It's not just in the political arena. It's not just in the government. So other roots are in the education that are not from God, that are being pulled out. Yeah. Because together... If, if it's just one root, it's easy to uh, to pull out. But if, if it's been there, if the tree has been there for hundreds of years, they're very hard to just to uproot. That's true. That's why he said only his hand, only the hand of God will be able to uproot that wicked root that is in Washington, D.C. Because the, all the legislations, the policies, the implementations coming from Washington, D.C. have affected every member's or sector of society, including the body of Christ. Yep, that's true. So I'm excited for year 2024. We're going to focus on governance and implementations of things. And uh, the Lord has already given me a few instructions on what to expect for the year 2024. And if you did not register for that event, it's too late now for you. I wish you attended it. But what we're going to do is we're going to um, share the instruction to the body of Christ, to the church as a whole, through this program.
0: Yeah, so look forward to that. And if you weren't able to attend, really take those instructions as we get them out and we'll be, you know, doling them out as they come. Really take them to heart and run with them. And it's amazing that, so you're talking about how we're going to be focusing more on governance coming in 2024 so you're talking about like government of God, like how the, that's correct. the nations, I mean, the government will be upon the shoulders of Christ. Yes. And that's such an interesting thing, too, because I guess what that means is that starting with the body of Christ...
1: It's our ha- responsibility.
0: Yeah. Wow. So I guess what that means is like mentally and the way that we structure even our ministries, it has to come in alignment with the government of God. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of like... It's God's system first. It's God's leading first. You actually allow the Holy Spirit to take preeminent authority. And because some churches, they push out the Holy Spirit. Some ministries push out the Holy Spirit, which means they're not actually operating according to the government of God. Right? And
1: yes, and keep in mind that God is always involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Whom God used when he set up the government of the nation of Israel, a prophet named Moses. Yeah, that's true. And then in order to administer and take offensive by claiming their promised land and driving out uh, all the Uh, okay? All the in the promised land. It's another prophet named Joshua. Yeah, that's true. So uh, the prophets and in the Old Testament, the apostles and prophets, they're engaged in every sector of society not within the four walls of the ministry. Yeah. And this is what we're going to see and witness um, the, that the implementation and the restoration of judges is in the days of old.
0: Wow, that's really exciting. That's really exciting. It is. So it, it's like, so a lot of ministries or even the way that we do our things in our day-to-day, we're going to see a restructuring. We have to yield to God in that and the restructuring of kind of the order of the hierarchy of the way that we do things.
1: It's beginning now. Yeah, While we're recording this, the Lord Lord, uh, gave me instruction to go out for a drive because we're going to start uh, implementing something of an idea and instruction that God uh, gave me and Joshua and the rest of the team. So we're going to implement it by obeying it. Don't expect, your flesh will expect a complete from Genesis to the end that you're going to get it. No, it has to be a faith walk like Abraham, like Jesus could have finished uh, everything that he had to do in a matter of days but no it took him also three years as a prophet as a rabbi as a teacher so don't please don't ever address Jesus as Jesus is the pastor no he's never been a pastor he was regarded as a prophet by the people as a teacher and a rabbi okay being a pastor is a demotion for Jesus so let us not demote him okay I don't mean no offense I'm a pastor too But it's not in the Bible that Jesus is a pastor. They just use that just to elevate the office of a pastor.
0: Yeah, it's for control.
1: Well, I'm sorry, but it is the apostles and the prophets that are going to build the church in the last days.
0: Yeah, that's true. So we have that to look forward to, guys. And there's a lot of things that are changing, and there's a lot of things that are shaking. Just as you know, God's saying everything that can be shaken will be shaken. We're seeing that now. Just how God's dealing with the education industry, he's dealing with Hollywood, he's dealing with all these industries and exposing them. That's because he's really setting the stage for this transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence. He's setting the stage for this shift in authority, this shift in influence, so we have to be made ready, okay? All of us have received this great invitation from God, just like Abraham got this invitation, come with me to a place I'm going to show you. Abraham didn't get the full vision at that time. He just knew that God was calling him somewhere and he didn't even know where he was going. But that simple obedience, Abraham obeyed it. So wherever it is that God's taking you, take the step of faith, right? That instruction he gives you, you need to run with it. Just like with us, we now are rearranging our schedule to prioritize the instructions that God has given us. You should do the same because we don't have time to waste. Now is the time to implement, now is the time to obey and put our faith into action, and I promise you you will see God move in your life and you will see miraculous things unfold before your
1: eyes. And this uh, and this nation, United States of America, is going to turn around towards righteousness. Yep. Uh please don't say any more negative things, but do the right thing all the time because keep in mind or imagine God the Father And Jesus, on his right hand, they are laughing at their enemies. (laughs) That's true. Amen?
0: Amen. Yeah, so we are out of time for this week. But before we go, we're going to pray with you. So, differently, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the words that have been spoken today. And we thank you, God, for the opportunities that you've given us this year in 2023, for the continual resets and the continual restorations, Lord. We are so grateful for them, Lord, and we're not going to take it for granted, God. We commit to you, Lord, that we will run with the instructions you've given us. We will obey you when you direct us, God, and we're going to submit to the restructuring and the reordering that you're bringing about with your system of governance, Lord, in Jesus' name, God. And I pray, Lord, for the people that are listening, that you would open their eyes to see, you would open their ears to hear, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, and that you would elevate and stretch their faith so that they will run and not grow weary and they will fly as on wings of eagles, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, and we are excited for this coming year 2024 in Jesus' name we pray amen
1: amen and amen
0: okay well thank you so much for tuning in and a happy new New year Year. Uh, you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time I'm Joshua Sasso
1: and I'm Christina Sasso
0: and until next time God bless you
1: thanks for tuning in
0: you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time we really hope you were blessed by today's episode and if you were we want to hear from you you can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast.